the flame. Pork rind chicken. Southern comfort. I want you to write for me. I need you to write for me. 30, 60, 90. Writing's really hard. We need another snack. And that is just a fact. Oh. oh. Hi, this is Shauna. And this is Trisha. And this is Two Girls on a Bench. The podcast. We write on the bench. We snack on the bench. And most of all, we procrastinate on the bench. Hello, listeners. Hello. Uh, Hello, fans. Hello, friends. Hello, benchlings. All y'all. Thank you for joining us today. We appreciate you. We appreciate so many things. <laughs> and one of the things that I really appreciate is this author that I'm about to quote. <gasps> right Here away, out the gates. I'm organized as fuck, dude. I am doing like, the quote immediately. Immediately organized. I, I'm the, the pressure is immense right now. It's so hard. The tension is thick. <laughs> Temperatures are high. Wait, nobody's temperatures are high. No, everybody's temperature is normal normal. or below normal. 98.7. No one is. We usually, I'm like a (laughs) 97.4. Me too. We run cold. Yeah, this is a very cold (laughs) ceramic (laughs) tile. All right, go ahead. All right. Sorry to interrupt your amazing organization. I was so on it that you pushed me off of it. Totally pushed you down the hill. Here's the quote. Writing is really a way of thinking, not just feeling, but thinking about things that are disparate, unresolved, mysterious, problematic, or just sweet. Toni Morrison. Wow. Love it. Do you ever do this thing where you're driving somewhere? Never. And you, you can't be writing, but you're thinking in your head, if I was writing about this, I would write it this way. And then you think in your head... I hope I remember how I thought that because that would fucking be a brilliant thing to write down. Yes. Like, I do that a lot. I'm like, and then I'm like describing a scene about like my kid in like a thrift store in my head. And I'm like, I wish I could like write that down right now real quick. But like, I can't. It's like if we can get to that place where it's like, so now we can talk into our phone and dictate a note that will be like True. half right because all autocorrect will <laughs> fuck it up. They'll duck it up. Rather. But it's almost like now you're like, we're to a place and I'm sure it'll happen like tomorrow where we could just like think it and get it done and be like, I'm going to think it take into a my note. I watch. Yeah. Yeah. Take a note. Or like you a just post-it say, note in your brain. Take a note. <laughs> mental brain there's gotta be keywords because you don't want everything you think written down right right right, so it's gotta be like kind of like siri take a note or mental brain (laughs) mental brain brain in my brain brain inside my brain take a note brain on the bench things that are just anyway (laughs) tony morrison's an amazing author and you should read her stuff and if you haven't get to it because you need to but anyway (laughs) She's phenomenal. She's like a a role model of writing because yeah. she's like prolific. She wrote so many books and she's the one I mentioned it before, but I'll mention it again because it's been like 100 episodes since I talked about her. Almost exactly. Uh, well, since I like to every quote from her. so this is the this is the line in the sand. Every hundred episodes, we will talk about Tony, <laughs> Tony Morrison. Morrison. Gets a little like just so wait till two hundred, you guys. Just wait. It's gonna be big. Just like the bluest eye all day long. <laughs> Love it. Right. No, but um oh she's anyway I th- I told the story before, but I love this story is that she would Tell us again. she would get 
like a thermos of coffee. She'd rent a cheap hotel room and she'd go sit in the hotel room and write. That's where she would like write all her amazing novels. And I'm just like, what? She needed a room of her own. Yeah. And she just got like a, and it wasn't and like, oh, I'm like, staying it, in this made hotel. It, happen. Yeah. it was just like, just a cheap room. Doesn't matter. Needs a desk or whatever. She just uh-huh. sat down, like wrote like 8,000 novels and just got it done. I'm like, fuck. I feel like if I, rented a cheap hotel room by myself i would order some like gross fast <laughs> food and watch lifetime movies all night long alone and yeah. then i'd be like i should be writing <laughs> <laughs> i wish that there was a mental note taker app so i could just think things if and I it could would just write them down think my novel it would be done already okay <laughs> like what but I'm just being like Think super honest. Like if I had my own hotel room with no family around me, think your ho- think your novel. I would just eat chicken, fried chicken, and French fries, and watch Lifetime movies. That's all I would do. Is that what you would pick? Because it feels like we would pick pizza. Because that's all we ever eat. I'm just kidding. It's all we what? It's all we ever eat. Pizza, just pizza, 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 <laughs> all the time. No, I would pick fried chicken because like. Fuck pizza. That's just because my kids like it, and then we eat. The, and it's we, just there. And we eat it because it's leftover. That's why we don't eat it because we're like jonesing for pizza. We eat it because it's hanging out on my counter. It's and just we're like, there, and we're like, well, oh, I guess I'm eating pizza. Hungry now. now? Me eat pizza. You <laughs> like that? Like a cave person, cave woman, or a cave woman, or just maybe a cave people, a cave people. <laughs> Your grammar's good. A collective cave people. <laughs> Once we did a show know. where we were cave women. Remember that? That's right. That's right. Or that was good times. cave people. Whatever you want. No, we were women. All right. That was a nasty <laughs> look I got. I just got like the whole like, oh, really? stink eye from no, Shauna. That was not even, I wasn't even trying to do that. That That's was just, just my like natural a, expression. You were just like a, <laughs> naturally mad at me all no, the time. No, I was like think, trying to think of like another no. way to say that and it i just looked mostly, away and it then... is all women stuff like I, yeah. okay i always look like i'm mad worried i don't look like anything positive like i don't have like a, any sort of happy content resting i face. mean have you worked people... on trying to smile with your eyes at people <laughs> through your mask <laughs> i i try to or i or i'll start i've started <laughs> doing something i do with logan where i give a fucking a thumbs up to somebody like, cause I'm like, I can't smile. So I'm like, I find up. myself smiling and then I'm like, nobody can see it. Right. But it does change your eyes. It does. And yeah. it changes your, your eyes attitude. Complete- <laughs> your attitude. But it, it completely <laughs> changes the shape of your eyes. If you're just like normal, like, look, look at my eye. I'm going to cover my face. Watch. Okay. Wait. <laughs> this is really good. <laughs> do you see the difference? There? Yes, I do. <laughs> Wait, do it on me now. Okay. Okay. No, or, cover your mouth and just be straight. Now smile. Totally <laughs> horrifying, scariest clown eyes I ever saw. Thank you. You're welcome. I take that as a compliment. <laughs> I'm not offended. It was a that was a little bit of an intense smile. That was like more. Well, because that I was, was more than I've ever seen you I smile. I was really and I've trying. known you for a long time. <laughs> no, that was like. There was like scary clown smile. smile. There's like a movie where a mom's to a kid like smile naturally, and he like smiles, and she's like back it off just a little bit, like back it off, like cause it's that like, was like strictly ballroom where she's like I've got my happy yeah, face on. Yeah, like, yeah, I was like scary like that. Oh, but like I kind of go for that though. Like if I can have that look, I'm gonna. That's the look I want. If if you were the mom in strictly ballroom, if you haven't seen that I, movie, go watch it and then watch the mom, and you'll know what I'm talking if about. If you were making the face that you just made to me at people in public in your mask, that's why people are running away from you. Nobody's running. It's <laughs> <laughs> not even a thing. Why are you making it so like turning away from you? No one's turning. People Look, love they, me. They're looking at you, <laughs> and then they're quickly looking down. You know that I don't really no? like talking to people, so that's perfectly fine. Maybe you should try it because I don't either. But I'm on the fucking PTA, and I had to talk to a hundred people today in my mask, and I had to like make it look like I was very genuine, sweet, happy. I kept going. 
I'm just the mom. And Sean was like, in front of a retailer. <laughs> trying to get a gift trying card. Trying to get a gift card for a basket for the silent auction. At my kid's school. Asking you to love her. <laughs> like, that was me all day today. Like, so, you know, I do everywhere. that for my job. So, like, I'm not really that sympathetic. But do you go places and do it? I mean, I would if I could. But that's the difference right now. I don't get to just email these places. I have um, to like go there and be like, here's a flyer I made. I have I'm gone a- to people in person and asked them for money. However, we can't do that right now because nobody really wants you in their space. <clears throat> However, retailers do because nobody they're like, please visit us. Nobody really wants you to talk to them about fundraising. They are really bored with you. They want you to what leave them. What song is that? I don't uh, know that song. Like, didn't I, didn't I, didn't I make you cry? What? What is that? I'm trying to remember the word. Like, what the? It's like, I want you to want me. I need you to need me. Need that tune, everybody. Are people yelling? Maybe not. Uh, this feels like an obscure they're, song. They're either like, we've never heard that in our lives. Stop it. Or they're like, it's, it's blah. Something. By blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, exactly. And then you're like, I also text me because I don't know what it is. Don't, yeah, I'm all. Can you also clue me in to? I'm gonna try and Google it. Like, what if I? What do You're I, gonna. What are you gonna write in? We have a snack here, but it's not our main snack. It's a side snack. The uh, song by uh, oh. Cheap Trick. Let's see. It's a random gonna, ass like cheap. You ever wondered? Oh, what? it's a commercial. Uh, we don't know about Chris Pratt and his abs. <laughs> this is great podcasting. Is this actually like? Is this it? Is this the song I was just singing? I don't know. Yeah, from nineteen seventy nine. Seventy nine. Two thousand nine. Yeah, this is the song I was singing. No. I don't know this song. 1979, baby. You don't want me. I need you to need me. <laughs> uh, uh, to love me. This is amazing. This video is all there is in my life this right video now. Is really boring. I told you it was really a song. Everybody just wants to look at the. Like player. directly at the camera, like it. Tell me that you want me. Didn't I? Didn't I? Didn't I see you cry? You don't know this song. Didn't I? Didn't I? Didn't I see you cry? No, but I mean that's. Uh uh uh. Not, I not feel like dying. Yeah, we're still recording. Can we pause? No, this is all live, baby. Live in control. Ooh, I started right. eating. Oh, great. I'll <laughs> cut that out later. This is all you chewing right here. See that little line right there? No, I don't know if you can hear the music. If you can't, I'll just cut the whole thing out. So if you can't hear the music, and this is Trisha, if I just cut that all this out. In case, in you, case didn't you don't know, know who people that was. don't know, Shauna's <laughs> do not been sound the same. eating almonds on the mic because that's what she does, and then I've been singing eating to almonds on the mic. Cheap <laughs> trick. <laughs> I want you to want me, which I knew was a song. I just didn't know from what. So there you go. Cheap trick. Cheap trick, babe. Nineteen seventy-nine. That was really weird. I can't believe you don't know that song. I can't believe. That was 1979? Not the video. The vid- yeah, it was 1979. That's when the song came out. Really? That's what it said. It said oh, copyright. I thought they were out when we were like... Yeah, well, we were born after 19... Before 1979. So but yeah, I mean, they like, were out. We were like five, four. Yeah. 
someone's around. When you were four, you knew the song. I have always known all songs that ever existed <laughs> since the moment I was born. I thought they were a band like when we were like in... They were still going on into, oh, the, okay. into the 80s and 90s. Like they didn't okay, like that's go what away. I, was, I didn't know they were out then. I guess was, I thought they were a band that came out like in the 80s. They I were guess. like a band we liked when we were in junior high that were our age now. Let's put it that way. I really wanted to do that sound like, I will be the flame. Was that them? I don't know what you're saying or why. She took the flame. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm googling this shit. Nope. The flame. What about he's a whore? Yeah, I don't know that song. That looks like a good song from '77. There's '80s. She's tight. It, here it is. The oh, flame. Oh, the flame. There it is. Here we go. Ready? Oh my god. And it, now it's Shauna's turn. Oh. Hun- okay, but this was like '80. This is a weird commercial. This is. Stop it. Stop talking about the body. Okay. Yeah. What year was this? Do you remember this song? This song was the shit. 80s, I think. Yeah. It doesn't say the year. I think it was what? Did it say? No, I said it doesn't. They're still touring. They're in fucking concert in Texas and Pennsylvania. This is a good rabbit hole. Love this is me. what I thought it would this. Be. I remember this song. This is 80s. Know me. This is what you should do for the beginning. <laughs> Don't tell. Way too deep over you. Be called like, it's like this is like can a this whole rock episode anthem. be called like you were the first you be the last <laughs> wherever you go I'll be with you <laughs> nice all right this is this whole episode is called the cheap I'll give it to you it's gonna be called the cheap bench I feel like I can sing good because <laughs> I have a microphone in front you of me can. you can <laughs> And when I have a harmonica, I can play it. <laughs> we learned that last episode, remember? Wait, this is the this is the part. <laughs> Wait, I feel like I need a Podcast. Oh, it's good. This is good. We're just gonna play old songs. This is amazing. Man, I All like right. love this song. How did so, I know I love this song? I don't know so how, why you didn't know the other song. Because that one came out when I was four. Because that's when I started learning songs. When I was four, I was like already well, par- I, was, I was already parodying songs. I was only I was listening like, to the soundtrack of hair when I was four. Because that's what my parents listened to. Segway. Right? I like threw you that softball right there. Right there. And I fucking found a record with my daughter and I was like, what is this? And it was Hair. And I bought it. It was the soundtrack to Hair the Musical. What the if fuck? If you don't know what that is, also go check it out. I keep giving you referrals, people. I can't do this all day. All right? <laughs> well, so Tony I have, Morrison, cheap trick, apparently. <laughs> I have framed in our podcast room our, my favorite musical, one of my favorite, we have many favorite musicals Fiddler on the Roof no there's different genres all right so that's framed up there I feel like we need hair we need the record now for West Side Story and I might start eBaying that shit no I have it well I have it for West Side Story the movie it so we can frame it and have a triptych of hair I have it or my parents have it talk about three different musicals hair (laughs) Fiddler on the Roof and West Side Story 
And maybe we need cabaret in there. Like we, we need whatever. Yeah, but uh, those four, three. Those are our main. Are more iconic. Our core, those are our core musicals is together. Like, cabaret is like, like me on the side. It's like an offshoot. But me and you, Fiddler on the Roof. Me and you, West High Story. And me and you, Hair All the Way. Yeah, so sure. uh, we first saw Hair together. And like afterwards, we were no, like No, we lame. both have a weird connection because I was in Fiddler on the Roof in utero. And I love Fiddler <laughs> on the Roof because my, my parents. Was in it saw Fiddle on the Roof with Zero Mostral and bought the record. And when I was growing up, when I was like circa three and four listening to Cheap Trick, I would also listen to <laughs> the like, record <laughs> of Fiddler on the Roof. In my mind, you're like this little <laughs> thing listening to Cheap Trick. It's just hysterical. And my dad would, there's a song in Fiddle on the Roof, if you're not familiar You've told this story before. I'm gonna tell it. I'm gonna tell you again right now because it's so good. Okay. And so my far. dad would sing the song "Tradition." He would say "Trisha, Trisha," <laughs> and I thought the whole record was about me. And I will tell that story till the day I die, over and over again, till my kids hate that story because that's such a sweet story. It's I love that sweet. story. I've never ever seen a professional production of Feather on the Roof. I really need to do that. Oh wow! I've only I seen community theater. Realize that. Once. Actually, it's not done a lot anymore, though. No, and I'd like to see it like in New York. There or needs something. to be like a good Broadway revival right? of it, don't yeah. you think? It's yeah. about time. Oh, like I mean, like it's like overdue. Super. Sort of like you know, like when like well, Chorus Line would be my childhood musical randomly. And but my, I'm also strangely attached to that because I toured with it for like a year. So my parents, we've told this story before too, but when my dad this would This is leave, called Old Stories on the Bench. It's a cheap trick. Get it? <laughs> this whole episode is called Cheap Trick. A whole episode. Forget the sing-along. You guys are so scared by that. You're going to need to edit that. Um, so when gonna. my dad would leave, my mom would say... Kiss the daddy goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> so there's a He's song to the airport in chorus line. This is kiss the day goodbye. Yes, there is. But at the end, we would say kiss the daddy goodbye. That's okay. adorable. That's adorable too. Also, Love we used to that. listen to the soundtrack for all the time when I was four. When you were listening to Cheap Trick and, and Fiddler on the Story. Roof, we didn't listen to Fiddler on the Roof, but my well, mom was in it, so but I we didn't doing. have it. Yeah, you had Fiddler on the Roof. Because yeah. you have the record. I have the record of West Side Story. I did not have the record of her. I had like a 45 of Aquarius. Aquarius. Like yeah. with my little kid like record player. And that's what I would listen to when I was like four. I seriously was like four or five. I was like little. What do you have there? I got this little backpack to use as a purse. And my daughter picked a patch out for me the other day. Because she said, you will like this. And it's a Aww. record. It's a 45, though. See how it has the red thing in the middle? Yeah. What the do you gap, call those? The gap filler of the 45? The thing that you stick in a 45. Why did they even make the 45 record hole so big? Why is the hole so big? I don't know. That's Why weird. not just make the 45 the same That's size a as a really record? That's a really good question. Also, Why remember do we have the to have the plastic like, filler to fill in the record that hole? That were like a... Like a... 67 or remember there was like a size between a, a 45 one. there was yeah. a size between them yep fuck what was that we are so old you guys no they were and those were like old though when we How were little it was I like am. it was like these are kind of a weird relic from yep god knows even when. older like and 60s, it would be like 50s. a weird like yeah. peter and the wolf or something yeah. weird yeah. that yeah. your like, like family would have and you'd be one. like yeah. okay let's listen to this or a weird christmas album i remember those but it was we had also, weird ones like that that were smaller but not as small as those on like a different speed too. yeah because oh otherwise God, they guys. would sound weird we don't know what we're talking about. Anyone older than us is like, what the F? We know this shit. And okay, we're like, Granny what? Sue, we're asking for a friend right now. I feel or like you my parents. know this. Vianel like, mm-hmm. and Granny Sue, it's time to step up. <laughs> All right. Step up and tell us you what guys, those records Tell us what we're talking about because we don't remember because we're too busy singing lyrics to Cheap Trick. trick. <laughs> okay. We have to have a snack now because it's just this has just been like such... A cheap thrill. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to keep making the jokes about cheapness all night long. Who do I trust to make good soap? A mom with six kids. Earth friendly. Mm-hmm. Environmentally safe. Organic. Natural. Everything smells yummy. And most of all, clean. Because it's soap. 
Polly's Paradise Soap. Shop at pollysparadisesoap.etsy.com. Give me that snack book! It's like jingle bells. It's the best sound in the world. It's ice in a glass with a little bit of alcohol. <laughs> Or a little bit of alcohol with ice. I don't know how you want to say it. A little bit of ice with alcohol. Today's drink on Snackbook <laughs> is brought to you by Southern Comfort. Brought to you by my mom. It's a drink that I bought in a plastic bottle that looks like a flask. I know. I, why is it plastic? That's I don't so know. Weird. I feel like I was supposed to drink it out of a paper bag, but instead uh, I brought maybe. it to your house and we drank it out of a glass. <laughs> a very cute glass. We're classy. Cute glasses you got me. We are so fancy. It's unbelievable. <laughs> With our soft rock hits. So <laughs> it's the anniversary of my mom's death this uh, last week, which sounds super morbid. But we try and do something to remember her every year. And uh, so it's been seven years since we lost her way too soon, obviously. Um, and her big thing, you know, coming from Alabama was her fried chicken which is my grandma's fried chicken which is like a me which is scene. the fried chicken <laughs> to end all fried chickens and her drink real weirdly was southern <laughs> comfort and i don't know why she liked wine mostly but like if she was gonna have a real drink it was southern comfort which is like when i even <sighs> went to get it at the liquor store i was like can I get the Southern Comfort? They're, <laughs> they're like all the like back. dusting it off for you. I know they're like, they're all, which no one? one buys that? I'm all the medium sized one. <laughs> I was like, because I don't know if we want to drink a big bottle of it. But yeah, but you know, I think we've discovered over the years if you mix it with some ice and put a little water a little in water. it, because it's kind of sweet. It's very sweet. Yeah, it's well, you, ha- you have to like, like water it down. Very sweet. Yeah, and it if you just drink like it, whiskey. if you drink it like or straight yeah. with no ice or water pretty harsh it would be like gross honestly it would be like sweet and syrupy and weird and yeah but instead if you mix it with ice and water it's delicious i mean dessert it was like she would have like one and it was like always in her back of her we're on our second one and we're gonna like pass out right now (laughs) and it was just like a weird she'd be like having a kind of maybe a rough night with her you know she had a lot of health stuff going on too like pain stuff going on oh yeah i bet it totally and just she like would just be like shoulder out you know what like, yeah. she's like i just need one just like a like a, a cup of ice and like a little a splash of something comfort. you only need a little bit yeah. honestly i've discovered it's like yeah. deceiving because we're like whatever this is a weird drink and then you like have like we had like one yesterday well so we started this podcast <laughs> yesterday we've been drinking southern comfort since yesterday um we didn't mm-hmm. get to the podcast because we did a lot of other stuff like make fried chicken and then well um, that was the thing that's the snack book man like so every so year tell us about your fried chicken adventure every year we try and make a fried chicken so we've made the actual recipe before i think on the podcast too and then we have and then last maybe last year or the year before i can't remember we did like chicken wings and we did like a gluten-free we did that was good so and we well my mom's thing was for my grandma was you don't use flour right. you use aunt jemima's which they may have changed the name now um pancake mix mm-hmm Instead of flour and like Laurie's seasoning mix or seasoning salt, and it gives the pancake batter instead of flour gives it like a sweetness, and then you have the savory saltiness. And it also because pancake batter has like I don't know some sort of leavening, like it kind of like, like a little fluffier, crispier. Perks up, yeah. yeah. I don't know how to and describe you like that. totally fry it. It's a mess. It's a yeah. mess. And, and we'd have to shake work. it in a paper bag. It's delicious. My grandma always used a paper bag. I don't know why. Like, it was, that's just what she did. Like, no, we did it exactly how you were supposed to. Yeah. And it came out really good. Yeah. So this year, I was like, okay, we're doing the keto thing kind of half assed lately, but we still keep trying. And also, I'm a crazy Pinterest recipe person. So I went on like a rabbit hole because I like read this thing that you can crush up pork rinds. So we're just going to talk about pork rinds every week on the show. Just a lot in of pork October. rinds. I'm just kidding. So right. well, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see what it's the future the year brings of us. The pork rind. But you crush up pork rinds into like a fine powder, and it's basically what you use to bread. And when you think about it, you're basically breading 
chicken and ground up pork, pork skin, which skin is like fried you know, like already. bacon or something. So yeah. it's already got like a nice pork fat component yeah. that's crispy. So it's going to be flavorful and kind of greasy already naturally. But, yeah, but not really. Gre- well, the way we did it was perfect, yeah. though. So I was reading that you don't fry it, then you'll just bake it because it already it's has already the greasiness fried. of the pork rind. So we made, which I will be posting, we ground up the pork rinds in like a food processor. They're nice and fine. Then we did almond flour. We went very like keto all the way. Yeah. We didn't even eat anything with it. We just Mm -mm. ate this. It was very keto. (laughs) So we did, okay, so what did we do? We did chicken tenders Mm -hmm. just to like make it easy, no bones. We did a, a flour was almond flour on the side to like dredge the wet chicken in. Then we did an egg mixed with mayonnaise, which is weird and wet new for us. Yeah, we've never done gross, that before, but it's, it's not super good, you guys. It really coats. There's a lot of recipes too because I recently did like a fried chicken sandwich with my son, and we did buttermilk is very often used yeah. to like marinate your like fried chicken, but. This is kind of a cool shortcut, especially because yeah. when do you ever you buy a whole thing of buttermilk and like I don't know ten other things to make buttermilk with, so then I end up throwing half of it. I'm not gonna make pancakes from scratch. The buttermilk. <laughs> I mean, come on, you guys. I made the do fried chicken. You know chicken. me at all? Okay, so well, and mayonnaise. And if is you just, know me at all, mayonnaise is just eggs and oil. So. It's just it's just a thick coating, and yeah. then it really sticks. I swear, it the made mayonnaise it, mixed with the egg. It's so good. It was actually a better. So good. I've done tons of, not tons, but I've done egg washes on crispy baked things before, and the egg doesn't really stick to the kind piece of, slides of meat. Off. Yeah. You have to put milk or something in it because it will so, just like. Or a lot of them say heavy cream. Yeah. Well, the mayonnaise did it. Like that was, so it was like you dredge the chicken in flour. Then you put it through egg, the egg mayonnaise mixture, which we seasoned everything with like garlic salt and salt and pepper, Lowry's. I may have poured too much Lowry's salt in the pork rind. I seasoned the pork rinds and then Shauna... (laughs) proceeded to do it again because she couldn't see the seasoning but it was the same color <laughs> as the pork rind and i'm like dude hey larry seasonings in like an orange container and you think it's gonna be orange like it's, it's gonna not, have paprika in it or something it i don't know used to be orange okay because i was and now it's just out. sort of like a bland color it looks like nothing brown, so i was like there's brown. nothing in here trisha you didn't put any and then it was like oh there's too much so i'm like threw a I little a almond flour in, in the pork rind also which is fine because well, then i tasted like, it and i'm like this is the saltiest breading we've ever used in our lives actually probably been fine i mean it was it was still fine in the end but i did sort of thin it out a little bit with the almond flour but so then after the egg wash you put it into the crispy uh pork rinds and then you put it on a rack on a tray not directly on a tray so that there's enough room for the air to get underneath the chicken so it doesn't get soggy it doesn't on get the mushy bottom, yeah everybody. so like we cooked this for like what 40 minutes in the mm-hmm. oven and it came out these chicken strips were <gasps> delicious they were juicy yes they weren't dry they were crispy which they happens, were salty especially with like chicken breast chicken tenders whatever like very often those get like really dry especially when you bake them but because of the whole mayonnaise thing and the pork rind thing and the rack i don't know everything worked it all worked out so well and like, i you will did make not this even have again. to dip these chicken tenders into anything although I mean, they we were did. good with the ranch eventually but the first one i ate i just <laughs> ate it and it was just like a plain chicken strip basically and like it was so but good even your husband so ate good it. my husband ate it and which is, he's a big critic he's like picky about he's like a really all this big fried chicken critic well and just like these weird things that we make that are like keto yeah, or he's gluten like, free they're all like no my, yeah. my son's like that too he's always like i don't want that it's gluten free uh but I'll be like, I'm not even going to tell anybody. Or actually, I feel like if I told him it was made of pork rinds, he'd probably be into it. Well, but Logan came home from school and ate two immediately. Like, they were <laughs> really good. And frankly, if you hadn't told them it was... I mean, nobody would know. It's I didn't just, tell anyone. It looks like a they, breading. Yeah, I know my daughter ate one too. And everybody was like, these are really yummy chicken strips. Like, cool. I didn't say anything about pork rinds because I feel like that would freak my other kid out, my big kid out. And like Logan <laughs> wouldn't care. He doesn't even know what that means. He's like, food is food. It tastes good or bad. The Put end. it in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. No, the it's end. delicious. So 
That was our tribute to Mama Sue was to do the Southern Comfort, which we always do. Yeah. And then we keep working on our fried chicken game. I feel and like it we, is getting better and better every we year. We like amped it up this year. This was new. Because this is going to become like in circulation of a recipe for my family. Like, cause it's, it's not that hard to it, make. It, it really feels like a treat in a weird way, even though it's, it's all keto. There's no carbs involved, no sugar, and it felt super satisfying to eat like, and it feels like really indulging She's yeah like, fried chicken i don't know like it feels brains. like a treat <laughs> no it felt like a treat totally chicharrones yeah no it's delicious how do you say it <sighs> chicharrones Thank i'm gonna you. just roll my r's on the chicharron there it. yeah so it was delicious and nutritious and, and keto i feel like if my mom was around she would have been like this is good she would have liked it i think yeah and she oh, would have been interested in how we did it like you oh, know totally the whole process the whole been structure of a recipe like it is to <laughs> us like we made this up as we were doing it it was like a handful of this a sprinkle of that a i had of some this. recipes but they were sort of like we kind of combined a few we just, of them right like, we like to read recipes and then make shit up based on them yeah. we do that a lot i think in our own lives too like our own separate lives that we we do have separate lives by the way and um we do cook separately sometimes sometimes. we do and so like it it just felt very like eyeball the eyeball thing where it worked yeah and And then you're like can we recreate it i think so (laughs) yeah we were joking because we made exactly the right amount of like flour and egg wash it was very (laughs) satisfying because as we dredged the last piece i was like we have exactly enough of everything to do one more piece of chicken and which is like a win and being like i don't know i'm all what did we grow up in the depression like we can't like waste anything from the 80s or something we can't (laughs) We can't have too much egg Like, if we over. had too much, like, leftover, like, pork rind mix, we'd be like, what are we going to do with this? It. It's yeah. like, we're just going to have to throw it away because you dredged raw chicken through it. Right. But, like, I get all weird when there's too Me much too. of something. And Me I'm too. like, we, but we used it all. It was very satisfying. We used every drop and it was perfect. So, and they tasted perfect. Yeah, and you so can see our pictures on Instagram. They're beautiful. Go and grind up your pork rinds and make a breading for your chicken. Like, or you could dude. like bread something else. I know. We were already Go talking about it. Bread some like zucchini. zucchini. Go yeah. bread a mozzarella. Stick. A, we debated you know, the mozzarella. Vegetarian. Stick. But like, yeah, totally. If you're, or, vegetarian, well, if you're a vegetarian, could you use those? Vegetarian <gasps> was a pork rinds from Trader what about Joe's the from our snack plant, book. The plant based snack rinds. Yeah, that's Let's what I'm talking about. Do that next time. So, what if you took the plant based ones with the with the um, spiciness to them? Oh, that would be good. And okay, you put, guys, and you did we're zucchini, gonna do this, right? Yes. That would wow. Be good. It wouldn't be vegetarian completely if we use egg, but. I mean, it'd be vegetarian. There would be no be pork. Vegan. It'd be vegan. There'd it be would no pork. Not be vegan. Be, if we use an egg. Oh, it would be vegetarian, not vegan. But I don't know how to... What is wrong with me? What would Sorry. we use? I don't know. There's probably some sort of vegan sub. I don't know what it is. We'd have to ask somebody that probably knows about egg these whites. things. No, but... I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm all that's still an I'm joking. Egg. I'm like, you're a vegetarian. I'm going to make you pork. Just kidding. I've already done that before. All right. So... I know. Thank we... you, everybody, for joining us in this journey. So, wait, really quick. I want you okay. to tell this story about your mom doing stuff for New Year's because you were just telling me this story. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. Not New Year's. Um, okay. There's two stories you have to tell right now. So... Okay. I have known Trisha forever, and I knew her mom as long as I knew Trisha forever, and... So I thought I knew, like, I don't know, I've heard, like, a lot of your stories, just like, because over time you just hear someone's life stories yeah. over and over again, just, and then you, and then even, like, when you were telling stories at Thanksgiving, I'm all, I thought you were going to tell this story, like, yeah. a family story of yours. I was yeah. not there, but, yeah. like, I felt like I knew them, and I'm like, what about this part of the story? And you're like, oh. Anyway, so I have not heard these stories until just now, which it seems crazy to me. So anyway, talk about your mom with me. Cause we were talking about why Trisha knows every fucking seventies, eighties <laughs> song, every single one. And I was like, Oh, about the singing, that story. Yeah, I was know? like, why do you know these weird ass songs? Like that weird cheap trick song that came out when we were four <laughs> and Trisha knew it. Okay. So my parents like randomly loved music. My, they met in a club and they just, they just always, had a really eclectic amount of music for us to listen to and like 
but my mom singing right that i'm yeah. like i don't remember the story i told so my mom my mom was not like me where she was like ostentatious about trying to sing things <laughs> and like make up songs or wanting to be a musical or anything but she like liked to sing in church and she loved to try and harmonize she was an alto and choir and she remember she knew a little bit about harmony and she loved to sing like Oh, I didn't even say this before, but her and my aunt Cressy would sing. My aunt Cressy would play the guitar, and they would be singing, um, and harmonizing together, playing songs like Bob Dylan. And Aww. so my mom would tell all these stories. And then, like when I was like, growing up, like in junior high and high school, like if I could play like We Three Kings on the piano, my mom would like come sit next to me and like one. It was like all about if we could sing it together, and she could harmonize with me. And then my Aww. my dad, like, so my mom, like, loved, like, a sort of more of the soft rock, like, maybe, like, a Celine Dion or, like, Joan <laughs> Baez, right? And then my dad was, like, more like the Moody Blues and America. They, like, both loved Simon and Garfunkel. And at one point, we had HBO, and but I wasn't allowed to stay up late enough to watch the Simon and Garfunkel special in Central Park live so cool. on HBO. And I remember laying on my floor listening to the floor vent <laughs> in like i don't know indiana to try and hear the i could hear it the live concert playing that is some epic through the tv shit right there and my dad recorded it on a cassette tape by the way so sweet so i could hear it the next day but it wasn't the same and i stayed up and listened to that on shit. a cassette so he like he like held a, held ca- a, ca- a radio <laughs> with a cassette tape up to the <laughs> tv Aww. and record- we didn't have vcrs no 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 then. not then yeah and so he recorded it so then we had that forever which was like a horrible recording and we would like sing to that whenever oh, we went on road trips it's amazing it was all about who got to pick what we were listening to and who and and we would all sing it like no matter what it was so my family you know they just there was just like a lot of music and for some reason i i just like have so many songs in my head like i don't know what it was about music where it all just stuck in me like whether it was a musical or a band, and I don't always know the name or why I'm singing. Like, I didn't know I was singing Cheap Trick earlier. No, that was so random, but, but you like, do that it all pops, the time. Something pops in my head, and I relate it to a song lyric, and then I know the song. Yeah, And it's I crazy. do it all the time. You like got it from your monks, and you're like, my mom used to sit with me and harmonize. I was like, I don't think you've ever said that before. Like, I know that you, you sang a lot and did choir and all yeah, that yeah. stuff, but I didn't realize that, like, but it makes sense because I'm like, where did you get this weird love for like random music? <laughs> yeah. And I don't mean that as like a like a weird thing. It's just no. like when you do that, there's like this weird like idiot savant thing where you're like, da, 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 da. And I'm like, what the fuck song is I, that? I, I <laughs> well, and then you're like, I know that song. And I'm like, why? Like, yeah. why would you? I don't always know why. We but were like, four years old. I mean, there's something where um, like I remember when Lise was very little and I was like, Shauna, Lise sings all the time. And you turned to me and you said, yeah, because you sing all the time. Well, and so does your husband. The two well, of you are like, of we're course very you're married. musical too. Of course you married a musician. I, this yeah. just made I married sense. a music man. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Uh-huh. As Shauna said at her toast at my wedding, the funny girl married the music man. Guys. Her toast was epic. Okay. I used a musical in every Every sentence. line of the toast. Yeah, it was amazing. That was the, the best. But I, I hope I wrote it down somewhere. It, it's like, Well, I have the video. Okay, I mean, good. we can fucking share that shit. But, like, it was <laughs> it was amazing. And, like, there, there was a lot of music between my dad and my mom. They saw musicals together. They listened to music. They shared music. Everything. It was, like, when my mom was making prepping for like a party there was always like a new year's party or christmas party or something right she's making checks mix from scratch in the she oven was like the hostess super hostess with the most yeah my parents would be all dressed up we'd be like in my mom's room watching her getting her makeup on and her slip like women wore in slips in the 80s right, right. and well, that would have been the 80s yeah, 80s, by then. yeah yeah my sister and i in our jammies we could like stay in my mom's room and like watch her little black and white tv while they were like having jammies. a party and then my mom would make us our own little like plate of appetizers for ourselves and then so this snacking shit started early on very everybody. early 
Um, but then, like, before people would arrive, my dad would be in the living room and my mom and dad would, like, dance with each other, which is, like, we never saw that happening. So sweet. And then my dad would dance. That's when my dad would dance with us, like, on his feet. Like, dancing to, like, Kenny Rogers or something mm. on the record player. And it would all the music would be, like, set out. It was all about the music playing for the party. There would be, like, a candle lit, which was special. <laughs> People would have, like, cologne on and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it was just, like, there's, like, a weird, like, thing about, like, a weird vibe about the family that changed when it was going to be something like this. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. stressful because my mom was, like, a fucking... My mom was the opposite of a procrastinator. Oh, yeah. No, if she was my a mom planner. was having a party and she wanted things to be clean, she was doing like the deep dusting three weeks ahead of time. Well, and Whereas I'm sure she had be doing all her it, snacks like, like coordinated oh, on time, on a piece scheduled. of paper, listed yeah. out every time. Yeah. No, Whereas you like, and I were like um, cleaning the day before or the night of, like, like five minutes before anybody yeah. comes. We're over. like, oh yeah. shit, we didn't dust the whatever, and we're like, oh, never mind, we're not going to do it. Yeah, exactly, I'm exactly. All, everyone will be amazed by the food. Whereas I think that's you know that's the thing that sticks with me, where I'm like, I have to have everything perfect when everybody comes over, but I'm such a procrastinator that then I'm like, before <laughs> there's a gathering, right? I'm doing all that shit I should have done a week ago. The day of the thing. And then I'm like a stress mess when I'm having people over. So it feels yucky to have people over. Whereas my mom made it feel like an effortless yeah. event where it was just like everything was just beautiful. Where and she perfect. had time to be in her slip. Where she had time like, to like put makeup on and like be ready and like, like you... dance with my dad and be chill <laughs> right before people were going to come over. Like who does that? Like nobody does that. Well, she did it. My mom did she it. Was a fucking badass and she taught me how and i know how and i'm sorry mom but i don't always follow through and now i can't have people over because covid whatever (laughs) you know what (sighs) you have other qualities no but i mean i think that well so and just to cheers to sue because she was like here well cheers really quick so just to cheers to sue i was just telling my son again because i don't know i just like i get very like well okay and so also the day that sue passed is the day i brought my kids home from mexico which is a weird coincidence that we always bring up because it's so crazy it's like my family anniversary and then the anniversary of her passing which is like not a happy thing to remember together i almost feel like it's like a weird (laughs) it's a weird happy thing just juxtaposed with a horrible tragic thing there and was something happy for you to think about, I guess, at the same the, time as the this. The morning my know. mom died, not knowing, of course, she was going to die that evening, right? I was decorating your living room to welcome yeah. your kids home with, like, a surprise for you and Edgar and your family. Balloons and, like, yeah. You, you had painted. Know. Well, you had painted my... I had a, old toy chest. a toy box that had my name on it. And so the whole thing was that you were going to write there and it take... So basically, yeah. like, paint over my name. Because my aunt and my, I think my grandpa made my toy box and then they had painted it. Anyway, so it was like, and it had my name on it. So I think and it was like cover up stuff for your kids. Yes, cover up my name, put their names on it. And so that was like in the living room. So it was and like this I big put welcome a big home decoration gift. thing. I put yeah, a whole welcome thing in there. And welcome yeah. and all that. And when it, I had a key to your house, so I had like free range to do what I wanted. And I was like, gonna surprise was, the fuck out of I have you. pictures and it was gonna be it was so happy it and was like, happy the like it I mean, was except for what happened at later. dinner time when i got the call that my mom died and that was like when you guys got home and i was just like okay yeah <laughs> yeah it was a <sighs> lot so it was like a rough obviously it was rough really rough and sad and I always talk to my kids about it because it feels like we're all strangely intertwined. And of course I'm intertwined and Edgar is too. And like all of us. Even when my mom was in the hospital, you were in Mexico going through this huge process with your kids trying to bring them home. And we were on like messenger. You would send pictures and I was showing my mom like the, we were like following your process. (laughs) I remember at one point. Oh, because of the lice. Yeah. My kids both had lice and I was like, fuck my kids have lice. And then, um, cause they lived in an orphanage and it was just like hard. Yeah, I mean, kids get yeah. lice all the time anyway, but like they were like Especially sort of in this chronic in lice s- scenario. And I was like, uh, and then I was like sending you notes about that. And I remember you had like messaged me back and you're like, my mom's like, at least we're not dealing with that shit or something. Yeah. Like no, she was like, was we like- might be stuck in the hospital, but at least we don't have fucking lice. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> 
that's <laughs> awful. That's like one of the last yeah. things I remember you telling me about because I was like, yeah, I mean, I was like laughing. I'm like, good point, Riley. This is come fucked up. But anyway, well, so- and my mom knew Shauna was gonna have two kids, right? And so, or adopting two kids, and so not knowing what their names were, my mom fucking made them these homemade stitch stockings completely done and ready sitting in her fabric room her little like sewing area room um and when we cleaned her house out i found them they were completely done except for the names and so their first christmas here in the united states i had to sew their names on their stockings but my mom had already made them a fucking no, I, present. Like, I always tell on. them that. I always say before she even knew you, Sue made you guys these stockings. Like she loved everyone so much. She was such an amazing person. And I was just talking about her and, and my son said the sweetest thing. He's not always sweet, but he was sweet at this moment. And he said, you know, he's like, she just, she sounds like Tia. Like they're just like good people. They have good energy. And I thought that was that makes me kind of want to cry a little bit because I was like, thanks for recognizing that because like that is exactly what your mom was. She was just good energy. Like she went through some shit. She had a rough life. She had to deal with a rough body that didn't always do what she wanted it to do. And she had the best fucking attitude of anyone I've ever met. I mean, she was such a light in this world and like, she really passed that on to you. I will just say, no, because you are. You're very sweet. And, like, that's, like, kind of rare in this world. Honestly, I mean, we're all jaded and fucked up now, but you're still a lot, like, nicer than I am. And, I'm <laughs> and <laughs> well, I think all of our that. listeners can we agree. We know that. No, yeah. but I mean, you're you just. You're pretty mean. But you have a nice lightness <laughs> to you. And that's, it's just such a, it's just rare. Because, like, I feel like everybody can be an asshole, but it's, like, when you've gone through a lot of shit and you're still nice, like, that's, like, fucking cool. Okay, that's a really meaningful thing I just said, but you no, know what I, I mean. No, I do, and I thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Goodbye. Okay, so All that right. was our big... This is a lot. It's a lot, but you know what? <laughs> Things happen, and we made fried no, chicken, it's, and it's worth that's it. the way it's, it works. It means a lot to me to do these little ritual things with you, because it's, I mean, besides anyone else my sister you're you're my chosen sister and you are my mom's other daughter like for sure so it's it just it's it's helpful I feel like when you lose somebody that important to you to take the time and space around a ritual or a memory or a walk or whatever it is because it it allows you to it's not even after seven years it's not even it's still grief but like it's more of a celebration yeah of the person's life and what they brought to you and how and then reflecting on how that made you who you are and i mean obviously your mom is like a big that's a big ticket one like right like that's a big ticket loss right there but anyone that you've lost like even when we lost bruce like it was important to take the time to remember yeah what this person means meant to us and mean to us still and how what they we ate with them and then what, <laughs> obviously food's important to us clearly, clearly. we need to always snack what in memory drank, of someone what yeah. we ate <laughs> and how they made us laugh I mean, those are our priorities. So, but but that's how that's like life, though. I mean, that's like life, and like I feel like food is like God. It's such a it's such a connector, especially yeah. And we, I think, all of us have this, hopefully, in some way. And if you don't, you'll probably make your own memories, you know, with your own chosen family or whoever you have in your life, or even just yourself, whatever. But like, where it's like certain foods will really remind you of, you know, oh, certain yeah. people and like, or like a memory you had or making a food a certain time of year. And not everyone has big cooking memories necessarily in their families, but, but it could be something that's simple as like, you know, uh, my husband going home alone after school and making peanut butter and jelly on saltines. Oh yeah. You know oh what I mean? God, I love that. By the right. Way. Like, but that's a total like latchkey memory. Like a lot of people, obviously you have it too. Like I never had that because yeah. my mom was at home, but like we weren't allowed to do that. I just snuck peanut butter with a spoon like an animal, but you know, well, my mom was home, but you know what we would do is, I don't know why everyone was eating saltines in the eighties, but <laughs> we would do saltines and I would, I, well, I feel like we did the peanut butter and jelly thing, but I feel like my mom was there and we made it together. But like, or oh, Aaron I would, makes it for my kids. I would also take like, 
American cheese slices yeah. and I would fold it into fours and put those on individual crackers. And I would, that was like my snack. It was like my early cheese and crackers. Right. You know, I was like, <laughs> and I would like do that. With my like mom a would like glass of wine. Yeah, like. My mom would like hand me the crackers and the cheese. And I would like sit there and like make it for myself. And then like, you know, watch freaking like Gilligan's Island or something. I, I don't know what it. I was doing. Like play Legos. I don't know. It was like an after school snack. We like, never had that American cheese, but when I babysat, people i babysat for always had it and i would like sneak it out of their fridge and be like mm, have this piece of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> not, that cheese. i'm gonna have that not real cheese that my mom won't buy like she's also not real but it melts amazing uh, velveta okay okay goodbye let's go american on, cheese we got business all right so enough of that just kidding that was lovely thank you Coming in November, a podcast about a badass redhead that changed comedy forever. The Bench Loves Lucy. Available everywhere November 3rd. Check out BenchPodcasts.com for more information. Write it, bitch. Right club. Okay, bitches. You heard it a few weeks ago, and I just convinced Shauna we don't have to make a short film because apparently that was her idea. I I I said that that. in a big rage. I don't. While you were saying that we were going to do it every single day, and then I backed it off and said we would film it. Okay, whatever. Okay, here's the deal, folks. You don't have to film it. Here's the deal. This is a writing. Right club is due on October twenty second. October 22nd. Okay. I'm just going to repeat everything. Today's the 12th. That gives you however many, 10 days to fucking get your shit together. Okay. Write it, bitch. And the right prompt is based on what we said, not last week, but the week before. 24 ghosts came knocking on the door. This is all horror month. Okay, Do sorry. you want some candy? I won't eat it anymore. <laughs> I don't know what rhyme that is. I'm just, I have no idea. Okay. So it's it's a, the one with those like ho- robbers, not not last night but the night before. It's like a a jump rope one. Oh, twenty four robbers one. came knocking on my door when something something something. I fell in. I don't. How does it go? It's also a rhyme by Cheap Trick. Shit. <laughs> I can't remember how it goes. You're going to wake up at four in the morning. I'm going to know the whole thing and sing it out loud. Terrify my husband. So the writing prompt is to write a horror movie in 90 seconds. Right? 30, 60, 90. So what happens at 30 seconds? You tell me because I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) So in a screenplay, so the joke was... (laughs) Your husband found this amusing. I was like, well, we have to do this because Trisha can't remember how minutes and seconds work. I and then he was in the other room and he said, did you just say that Trisha doesn't know how minutes and seconds work? And I was like, well, it was just a quick accident. But anyway, um, so in a screenplay at 30 minutes, something happens. And so interestingly, watch a movie one of these days and stop it at the 30 second. <laughs> Trisha's googling 30, 60, 90 and now there's like weird like math triangles showing up and it's like a 90 degree angle and like that's not that was weird that's not what we wanted it to be so the breakdown is at 30 minutes there's what is it a change I I should know this I know I'm not a writing expert you guys what I'm just kidding I know everything about this 30 minutes there's some sort of like Thing that happens that sets up the story at 60 and exciting action another big incident happens and then at 90 is the resolution well, 60 is the conflict and 90 is the resolution yeah so 30 is like the thing like there's like some like an inciting incident i guess is what i mean that's what we would say in sort of rising action in the old you know way of looking at a plot but in any case if you but just watch a movie just yeah, for 30 fun. is the rising action 60 is like the midpoint and then 90s the conclusion so but you'll see that at those points if you stop a movie you'll be like wait where is this and just just do it for the heck of it or just stop it at 30 minutes and go huh okay that was like a big thing that just happened or that was something that set me up for like oh this is what the movie's about mm-hmm. or this is a big moment in the story 
at 60 minutes, you will see that happen again. And then it, theoretically at 90, although many movies nowadays are longer. And then I'm not sure how that works anymore. But we're going to do it in 30, 60, and 90 seconds. So write something. That's a really short. So do they time themselves? That's like a page and a half. Do they time each page themselves? is a minute. Think about it that okay, way. Okay, page and a half. Okay. Because each, in a screenplay, theoretically, each page is a minute. So if it's 90 seconds, that's a minute and a half. So that's a page and a half. So there you go. Make it happen, everybody. Do a horror story, horror film. In a page and a half. In a page and a half. 30, 60, 90. At 30 seconds, we should see some writing <laughs> action. At 60 seconds, we should see something Conflict. else happen and at 90 we should see a resolution, resolution. okay and we're gonna do it too we're gonna do it too and we <laughs> now you're gonna repeat everything i say i'm gonna repeat everything I, and then I, I was telling trish i couldn't remember and then you're like we thought of this and i was like oh yeah but then i got worried and then now we're just gonna do it anyway well, okay shauna's like we have to make a short film i'm like what the fuck i don't remember that at all so <laughs> because i, I like don't remember it, it didn't happen okay you were going to make us do this every day. So no, I, I was going to make us write something every day, not make a film every day. But I feel like that's harder to write something every day. To oh. make a film will take us like, I don't know, a minute and a half. It'll take longer. You still have to write what the film's about. Okay. This is going to be hard, everybody. This is a big fight. This is a big challenge <laughs> that I'm putting forth to all of you and you guys. Trisha I know you guys can do it. Everyone else. Do it. Horror story, 90 seconds, minute, a page and a half. Email it to two girls on the bench at gmail.com by Friday the 22nd. We don't care if it's at like two in the morning, whatever. Like we're not going to read it until the 23rd. So just get it in. But don't um, wait. Don't I mean, but if you excuse. do, if you do wait, just get it in that fucking night. Okay. No, but don't do it that night because we might meet that day. We're going to meet on the 23rd. So get it in before. So we need it? We need it before 9 a.m. Pacific on the 23rd. Or you're fucked. Because <laughs> we're not going to meet before dun, that time. Dun, dun. I'm just saying. We get together at 9 a.m. on the weekends. No, we do not. <laughs> Never. <laughs> we don't. So there you go. We say we will. <clears throat> and then we text each other and say, how about 10? How about 11? I'm leaving. It's 1245. Yeah, that's usually how yep, it goes. Pretty much. I Today I was going to come over at 3. And you came over at 730. Because. It was my fault. Okay. Because it always sounds like it's my fault. Oh, no. Today okay. was me because I had to go to Hot Topic with my daughter or my kid <laughs> to buy. I don't know what we bought, but $75 You're like, we're later. shopping. And I was like, okay, I'm like making weird keto carrot cake. That's a story for another day. Or maybe like <laughs> a bench adjacent, probably keto jason for sure and then i was like fine and then it was like seven and then i was like i have to drop my kids off at reign of terror which is a big scary haunted house that is the best one in southern california okay i'm just saying so i did that and then now here we are yep and i spent a lot of time at hot topic <laughs> <clears throat> so okay business right yes it's october duh all the horror is uh -huh. here we've had our first crossover episode with tove as you heard last week Woo -woo. which was amazing about shauna the dead if you haven't listened to it go check it out it's episode 126 on our feed Woo -woo. um and then this episode is coming out and then the 16th saturday the 16th we are doing a live stream at 6 p.m pacific um, and I'll put the link in the show notes with Pitney and Amelia's Bitchin' Boutique with Real Feels and with Fellowship of the Geeks and Flix X-Raid. We're going to be doing the Wheel of Horror. And it's this just going to be, be hilarious. It's going to be so funny. This group is such a fun group to do something with. And this is going to be us talking horror and having fun and spinning a wheel. And I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, it's what be are you doing next Saturday? You don't or this when this comes out this Saturday. What are you doing? You don't know. You know, now what you're, you doing? Know. you're doing this. That's right. Just tune in. Check it out. Get on. Turn it on. Then the week after, watch the wheel. We have our amazing crossover all the horror episode with Drew from Real Feels. So what? you just have like so much shit to look forward to that. 
And while you're doing this, write your 30, 60, 90 writing prompt. Sorry, while you're waiting for story. all these amazing things to happen, write your fucking story. The end. Okay? okay. You guys can do it. And we love you and we miss you. I'm just kidding. We don't miss you. I don't know why I said Nobody that. misses you. You don't have to miss but us because we, we're always here. We love you always. We're always here. We're very grateful for all of you. We're super grateful for those of you who are also our patrons. And if, I don't know. We might be more grateful for you. We're not going to play favorites though right now. We're just going to say. We're just going to say if you can be a Patreon, do it. And if you can't, hey, it's still October. Write, write a, a review. review. <laughs> write a kazoo. <laughs> Get a review. <laughs> Wait. Totally I fucked up. it up. Do it again. Ready? Rewind. Okay. Like, write a review. Get a kazoo. That's right. We're going to grab our kazoos. <laughs> there you go. That was Both not, like, we did not plan that It was well. super planned. But we knew the, what we needed to the do. The deep pauses embedded With in that a took kazoo. hours of rehearsal. So, yeah. Get on that shit. Send us a screenshot. Send us an email, two girls in a bench at gmail.com. Check out our website, benchpodcast.com. And um, keep listening. And also, keep writing. <laughs> keep stacking. Bye. <laughs> All right, let's try this again. Testing. Okay, let's tie it again. It was a beautiful dress. Beautiful. It was a beautiful and Klein <laughs> fucking beautiful shirt. What mom wears to what work. What were we watching? We were somewhere and somebody was like, it's a beautiful shirt. <laughs> what was that? Fuck, we were somewhere. Somebody kept saying, "Oh no, never mind. It was my own memory from another huh? place in time." Okay, uh, never mind. Okay, wait.